welcome to the Self-Study Project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection with co-hosts Jenna Baird and Stephanie Gibson. Welcome to the Self-Study Project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection. Before we move into today's subject, I'd like to ask from every listener to consider this subject as you. See yourself in it. It will be all too easy to recognize this in somebody else that you know, but we'd like to challenge you from the start to see yourself in today's subject, which is running rampant in our society with social media, spelled capital M, capital E, D-I-A, and that is narcissism. Part of the inner work is to dig deep, heal any wounds within and any projections that we place outwardly that come from inner wounding or from the ego. And with the platform of social media so readily available, we are witnessing a very fine line between altruism and narcissism or the ego-centered message versus the selfless message. Have you seen this in situations online, Jenna? Yeah, absolutely. We we see it kind of running rampant online and just, you know, in interactions with others um, in our community. And um, I think this is such an important subject. And I think it's something that we, in general, the self-study podcast is about, you know, getting excited to learn about ourselves. And also there's this um, being willing to get a little uncomfortable as well. Mm -hmm. And um, that can be challenging and that can be hard, but getting uncomfortable is like where the work really is. Mm -hmm. So seeing where, where do I operate maybe an ego or where is there this place in me that um, is wounded or not comfortable? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cause I think that, especially those who are maybe already on the path of yoga or of spiritualism, there's a couple of different ways that we might try to heal from this. There's the approach that we say, let's not even give the thought towards ego because then we start to feed it. But sometimes what that does is it doesn't even allow you to look at where ego is actually showing up in your life. We should actually kind of, take narcissism and ego on full force by recognizing it in ourselves, as opposed to, Oh, that's not me because I'm, I'm not even going to think about it or give it attention because there is that law of attraction of, you know, the more that you emanate the certain frequency of fear or of whatever thoughts, the more you attract it. And so I think that it's, but we also need to not just cast it aside as, well, that's not me because I'm not putting my energy there. Uh, and recognize that it actually, it, it, it still could be coming across that way. And, and I feel like what you said too, you know, it's not just in, you know, on social media, it's not just, it's also in person. I, it's um, before we started this podcast, some questions that I asked people, you know, about what they would want to know is how to recognize that you are the person who is emitting from a place of narcissism. And, I don't know about you, Jenna, but the the biggest thing that helps me to recognize it is is the vibe. It's the energy. It's the you you almost you could give two different people 
the same goal. Let's say I want you both to sell this whatever yoga class. You're both going to sell this one yoga class. Do it however you would do it. And and maybe even there would be kind of a script and you want to make sure you've at least said the following. They have the same goal at hand, but the one who is coming from a place of it's more about them than it is the yoga class, you're going to get that energy when you, you're going to feel that energy when you watch them tell that story. And it's the angle that they hold their head. It's the uh, adjusting their hair from a place of, you know, look how wonderful I am or, um, you know, I'm, I'm so special to this, this yoga class that I'm the one that gets to tell you this message as opposed to there's this really awesome class that we're going to watch. And then you notice your hair sticking up and you kind of like lick your finger and you pat it down. You know, that's not coming from a place of ego by any means. Uh, it's just a wily hair. And then you continue on about, about yeah, said yoga class. And then you're just excited to hope people come and then you're done. It's, it's a completely different energy, even though the message is the same. Do you know what I'm, do you know what I mean, Jenna? Does that come across Absolutely. And it's amazing what you're talking about in the way that energy is so much louder than actually our words and mm-hmm. even our message sometimes. And mm-hmm. all of us actually read energy more often than we realize. And, and so we can have that opportunity to, to see like, what is my energy? Even like being in front of a classroom, is, is it my desire to be noticed, to be seen, to mm-hmm. have attention? And, um, or is it my desire really to collect feel the energy of that classroom to share an important message that I have. And um, Mm -hmm. because ego can step in in a lot of ways, but if we recognize it, it will stop driving um, our lives and it will stop Mm -hmm. uh, wedging these kind of barriers between people. And really the biggest one, because this is um, the self study podcast is the main cause of suffering is our ego. And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, the ego to recognize it in ourselves and, and then leads into narcissism as um, it's all about separation. And when we talk a lot about yoga, right, it's about unity. So how do I create peace and unity with myself? And it always starts from within. And mm-hmm. so I guess like to think about it in our own reflective way, it's like, okay, what ways maybe am I defensive? Am I easily offended? Do I tend to want to label and judge and criticize and maybe even point, you know, the finger at Mm -hmm. someone else? And um, do I have that need to control or do Mm -hmm. I allow myself to let things do my work, right? Put myself in the best alignment, but then truly allow life to um, take its natural course. Mm -hmm. And so there's that, you know, opportunity to notice like when I'm posting this or when I'm up in front of a classroom and is there some inner wound that needs to be healed is there a a desire maybe for attention and I think these are important questions and we need to be loving to ourselves and compassionate when we're thinking about these things Um, I've had some situations where I've been able to recognize where I spotted the ego and it's a great thing because then I'm not going to continue on that same course of, you know, heading down that destructive path of the ego. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just an ex- just a fun little example so that maybe we can kind of reflect upon what we, how we might see it in ourselves is like, you know, it was a busy morning. I had the girls in the car, uh, my three daughters. And so we were heading to school 
and you know mornings are busy because you got to drop them off and then get to get to class and start teaching and all that so at the bottom of my driveway there's you know the constant cars and I'm kind of like huffing and puffing and I'm like just get off the road you know and um so my daughter in the background you know asked well oh yeah so it's your turn you know she clearly thought in the way that she said it was like it's mom's turn she said it was I you know she fully entrusted in me it's like yeah they need to get off the road kind of she was supporting me in a way and then I really had to sit back and you know I said actually let me just tell you that's coming from a place of the ego where it's like, get off my road. You know, this is my, get out of my space, you know, and it, it clearly lacked patience. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like move over, you know? Um, and so I said to my daughter, I said, that's a clear opportunity just to say hello ego, because mm-hmm. that's who's talking right now. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, get out of my way, you know? Yeah. So, um, it was just an opportunity to talk about it. It's the ego operates very much in like me, my survival, my thought process. It's mm-hmm. just all about, yeah, that. that yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that you, you know, before we actually started this podcast and we were talking in our planning phase and you mentioned something about, Sometimes, you know, especially when we witness it in our parents, when they are either controlling or they are, uh, you see narcissism or you see the ego showing up, is that sometimes you only see it when you have, when your, your mimicry people, your children who are learning how to be through you, when they mirror something and then you, like you said, you you heard what you were doing through your daughter's feedback, because of course she's yeah. going to either be like that or support you in it. And then it can allow you to check it, which is an excellent example of what you talked about, about the finger pointing is, is if instead of finger pointing, controlling and trying to be so outward with the way that you, you know, you protect yourself is if you literally put a mirror up in front of you pointing the finger, guess where the finger's pointing (laughs) right back (laughs) at you. And so we just get used to this mirror notion, you know, the mirror in two different directions is when you're receiving harshness and ego and narcissism from someone else, you know, you, you do recognize it and you as the observer can also become judgmental from it. So there's an opportunity to face a mirror because they are kind of the mirror for you that you can see like, okay, I see what I don't want to do. I see what I don't want to do. But then you have to find a compassionate way to turn the mirror around and allow them to see themselves because then they might be able to, if they don't have the child, for example, to be the mirror for them, um, a lot of times the mirror work is what's easiest to see mirror work take effect is through anger. Because if somebody's got road rage and they're yelling and they're really mad at you, and if you just reflect that right back and you just, even with mimicry for the sake of example, you do it right back at them, they're going to, it's just going to become out of control, you know, or they're going to even maybe be shocked that they're, you're so angry and not realize, you know, that they did it and that's what you gave back. Um, and then instead there could be a, there a compassion, check yourself, use the mirror against yourself so that you don't act like they did, you know, but then give them a mirror with some opportunity to learn. And unfortunately, like I said, in the very beginning of this podcast, when I ask everybody to see this, see themselves in this is because it's going to be hard for you 
to realize we're talking about you, you know, um, and, and that be that I'm talking about me sometimes and it, it'll come up or there are things that you realize in your past, how much you were and you hope that the lessons continue so that you don't become that way again. Um, because all too often what we're seeing, and especially in my environment of, uh, I would say I have a lot of a variety of, of types of friends and a lot of them, you know, yoga and consciousness and empathy and um, that kind of movement that we see a little bit more in the divine feminine coming forward. And that is something that I would dare call an empathic narcissist. And that's the person who's, whose heart you can feel, you know that they have a message under there that they would really love to convey. But when they come first with the narcissism, the message never gets heard. Like you said, energy's louder than words. And instead, what we're receiving is, is I'm hurting. I've, I've been injured. Uh, I'm suffering. I'm witnessing my wounds coming up in myself. And I just want to show them to you. You know, here I'm hurting. And it's looking, like you said, for um, sympathy instead of understanding or compassion. Because we often want understanding. And we will share our story to receive it. But maybe we need to do the reflection first, do the self-work first, realize where these wounds came forth. And rather than share the suffering as much, we share the message. It's a message of rather than me, think of we in everything you have to say. Do you know, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. It brings more unity, more connection. Mm -hmm. Um, and another, when you're, when you're talking, I thought of more about to how instead of shaming, um, you know, or the ego or any of those type of things is building understanding around it and why in which it kind of is there and, mm -hmm. and, and how it operates. Cause if we learn how something operates and if it's not, it's most efficient way that we could operate as a human being, then we're naturally just going to want to operate differently. We're going to want to operate in our highest self versus our ego space, which is more like the lower basement self. It is there for a reason. It's based upon survival. And um, so instead of shaming that and, and that we can see ways where we can um, come from a, a deeper essence place. So yeah. And a lot of it, I think comes around really noticing our mindset and yoga is so much about mindset. It's like, we're pretty good about probably going to the gym, maybe get into that yoga class um, or maybe even a good juice cleanse or, or whatever. But it's also about so much study about our mind. And so I love the study about ego because it's one of the things that um, can really make our lives where we break through maybe things that have really been there. Mm -hmm. um, pretty heavily and we can start to change our mindset. So in the way in which we think, so even like little ways that um, we might think is like, is that there's not enough room. And mm -hmm. if you think about an ego space, like animals, some operate some like this. They sometimes it's like they clean house, right? There's a sense of um, like, there's not enough room or they kind of create that survival. So it's uh, based upon that. And um, mm -hmm. so we can think about like, you know, in the, in the wild, you know, there's, there's a time to run for, you know, the tiger clearly runs. I mean, the tiger's running after you, you know, you're going to either run up a tree or you're going to try to hide. And mm -hmm. so we can notice how the ego does that. And, um, there's a time to take action 
and then there's a time to kind of reflect and, and tuck in. And um, so, but things like noticing, is there enough room for me? Do I have that somewhere in my mind that maybe triggers more ego and more narcissism? Um, <laughs> you know, cause that based upon even back to the story where I said, get off the road, you know, it was like, it's kind of that way. Like there's not enough room for both you and I, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, so this, it's about, um, you know, instead of coming from though that wounded place, that child, um, you know, place of, cause obviously when, you know, we're children, a lot of times we think we're the only ones, you know, in, in, on the planet, like everything uh-huh. revolves around us. So, right. um, but there's such sweet little opportunities, um, to help children and help ourselves and help our world see, um, and feel much broader and more expansive than in an I form, like you were mentioning. Right. And, and a a we form and how would that might feel if you were them and um, build that empathy? Cause it's one of the things that I I even see, cause we talk so much about it in my, in uh, my home is that is there's a, my girls spot it that when there is not a lot of talking about character building in our society. And um, so what happens is that they, they'll notice that when conversations are just all about, you know, them, they're just talking constantly. And cause you know, with my girls, they tell them it's so important to ask questions, to be curious mm-hmm. about other people besides just ourselves. So there's little practices that we can do, um, where, you know, little challenges that I've given even my daughters when we were, um, you know, like just to go up and when you're meeting someone new is just to ask them questions and learn about them and and Mm -hmm. take an opportunity to be curious. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I like you mentioned the ego, you know, on multiple times too. And, and, you know, if you, if you're coming from a position of ego, you're often not very curious. Right. And, and so if you're and and with ego, you know, that kind of brings up one of our listeners sent in a question and it was centered around ego. And, and she was, she was recognizing that through her yoga training, that there's work on dissolving Maya and you really breaking free of the illusions that, on programming that we've had throughout our life. And this person identifies themselves with a type A control freak, bossy kind of a person. And that, you know, if she wants things to get done, that she's going to need to do them herself. And there is a level of a standard that that person probably holds themselves to that other people might not have. And so it's easier just to, you know, get it done themselves. And while I don't identify with this person in their message as narcissist and uh, narcissistic rather at any case, in any time that I've ever witnessed them, I can recognize that the ego is concerning to them because their message is more important to them than be, than coming across as disingenuous or in anything not congruent to who they really feel they are. And they don't want to be seen that way. And, you know, egos seek control over people, over the body, over circumstances, power and mastery are really important to the ego. And if instead, kind of like uh, if we instead through curiosity or through patience or through compassion, recognize that, let's say the task at hand that she could potentially do better than somebody else or get it done into her standard, 
that maybe by stepping back and recognizing, putting herself in that person's shoes, that if, if they aren't given the chance to get this task done, how will they ever learn the standards? How will they ever meet somebody's standards or maybe helping somebody if it's, it is a little bit about me instead of we, because those people who she might be controlling have, they have the need to learn, they have the need to grow, or they have the need to fail and, and be helped to try bigger or, or bolder, or, you know, let's do it together because I want to show you what it is that I'd like to have done, you know, with regards to control, because with this person, I don't see the, the narcissism, which, you know, there's so much to talk about on this subject. So we do have this as a two part uh, podcast. And so we're going to dive in deeper into tools that might be able to help you identify this in yourself, ways that we can transmute this, because we've definitely brought up probably that person that you have in your mind um, that you've seen on social media, or maybe you've seen it in yourself, or maybe we can introduce this self that you might portray to yourself. Um, but we're going to come back and in our next episode, talk a little further. Jenna, do you have any last thoughts before we break on this one? Yeah, just um, all of you that are listening, we would love to hear your feedback because this is kind of just like get it out there. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of questions, right? Because um, maybe you'll see some things or have questions about something and we would love to hear from you. And because this yoga is all about the path of self-realization and self-study work. And so, um, you know, it's just, um, you know, noticing to stay curious and, and be a part of that development. So we're really excited to hear your feedback. Absolutely. The self-study project at gmail.com. And we are at the selfstudyproject.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the self-study project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection with co-hosts Jenna Baird and Stephanie Gibson. Subjects cover holistic health, nutrition, yoga, philosophy, spirituality, astrology, parenting, relationships, conscious living, sustainable practices, and so much more. At no time does this podcast offer medical advice and is for educational purposes only. It remains your decision to pursue any information and do not hold your hosts or their guests liable. More information available at theselfstudyproject.com.